your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, one of the things that people are talking about, they're obviously talking about the cost of living and their gas bills and electricity bills and the general cost of living. But one thing that we were expecting might come down is the cost of motor insurance because promises were made in this regard. The Alliance for Insurance Reform, however, is saying that drivers are being taken for a ride. It's being claimed insurance companies are increasing their premiums despite the fall in the cost of claims. And Director of the Alliance for Insurance Reform is Peter Boland, and he's with us this morning. Good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Gillian. Peter, uh, we were all led to believe that efforts were being made to tackle this problem of large insurance payouts. What progress has been made in that regard? Okay, so um, to give you a bit of context, uh, government's opposition, the judiciary, the Gardaí policyholders have moved mountains to address the issues that the insurance industry identified as being the ones that were contributing to our extortionate uh, insurance premiums in this country. And uh, that has been done over the last two years, and the most significant by far was the introduction of the judicial guidelines in April of 2021, uh, which essentially um, led to dramatic reductions in payouts for minor soft tissue injuries, uh, which were one of the elements that were driving insurance costs. Now, we did see a small reaction to that from the insurers then. So in that year, 2021, uh, the average motor insurance premium dropped by 2%. Um, we don't have comprehensive figures for 22 yet, but we expect that there was another minor reduction, about 2%. But what's really worrying us now is that in the last few weeks, so early 2023, we're starting to see renewals going up again. Uh, now, it's early days on this yet, but we're calling this out early uh, because if it is the case that motor premiums are starting to trend upwards again, that would be unconscionable. Uh, because we have done everything the insurance industry wanted. We know that the reforms are generating very significant savings at this stage. And those savings are only going in one of two directions. They're either going to policyholders or they're going into insurers' back pockets. And if we thought that premiums were starting to trip up again, uh, to rise again, uh, then we would have a significant issue here. Well, we've been asking our listeners uh, whether their motor insurances are increasing and we got did a little poll. 79% say they've gone up and 21% yeah. no. Does th- That's that- shocking. Yeah. In the circumstances and with all the work that has been done, and there's continuing work being done. The, um, Minister Harris is working on duty of care legislation, which is an important part, has an important part to play. And you're well aware of the, the fact that on the liability side, so this is the insurance paid by community centres or sports clubs or small businesses, uh, that has continued to go up the whole time despite these reforms. So government has a very important part to play in this now. Uh, clearly what insurers are doing is uh, looking after their shareholders. Uh, And clearly they have a commercial obligation to do that. Um, But there's a moral obligation here as well. Uh, They listed the reforms that were needed. They're well aware that the cost of insurance is at an existential level for many organisations at this stage. And they must deliver uh, on what they committed to over the last few years. And government do need to intervene on this. 
because as it stands, it looks like they're being taken for a ride. Uh, and they have two things that they can do. They have, uh, they will constantly tell us that they cannot cap the cost of insurance, and that's fair enough uh, within the context of EU law, that's correct. However, they have very significant soft power with the insurance industry. I think it's fair to say that the insurance industry needs the government more than the government needs the insurance industry, although sometimes you'd wonder. Uh, And uh, so they can put unrelenting pressure on the insurers to deliver on their commitments. And the second thing that we clearly need is Sorry, Peter, in in what way can they put that pressure on? Okay, they meet the insurance industry regularly because the insurance industry are regularly looking for things from government. Now, there must be a conditionality applied. Reforms in legislation, uh, the regulatory uh, landscape around the whole insurance area, uh, they lobby constantly uh, for changes that will benefit the insurance industry. And there must be conditions applied to that sort of cooperation. If they get want to get cooperation from the Irish government and the Irish state and the Irish people, uh, then they must cooperate in terms of delivering the benefits of the reforms that have been put through. Uh, and the second thing that government needs to do is get additional competition into the market. Well, that, that uh, was the next question I was going to ask, because surely if there were enough competition in the market, these premiums would come down naturally. Precisely. And uh, particularly on the liability side, what we found is that there are plenty of insurers, but when it comes to insuring a single organisation, there's very often only one underwriter willing to quote. Nice. Excuse me. And so as a result, um, they can charge what they like. Uh, And uh, so what we need is additional competition. Now, in fairness to government, they've recognised this since 2020 and have been working on it. Uh, I would not have relished the task back in 2020 because historically the Irish insurance market was a basket case in terms of the level of claims. Uh, the level of damages and the way that the personal injury system uh, works in this country. However, uh, with all the reforms in place, it is becoming an increasingly attractive place in which to operate. Um, But we're a small market and without an intervention by government, it's unlikely that uh, we'll pop up on the radar for many of the uh, giant global underwriters that are out there. Uh, So there is a sales process uh, in train. driven by the IDA, uh, but it hasn't delivered any additional competition yet. And so government must really put the boot down on this because uh, we need competition in order to keep the entire sector honest. Peter, when it comes to personal injury, and you kind of said that we're a bit of a basket case or have been in the past. Have been in the past, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm j- just curious, is that in terms of not just the big payouts, do you, how much is that driven in your opinion, um, the number of potentially false claims? Because I know anecdotally people have this theory that a huge number of the claims that are put forward are dubious, to say the very least. But I have heard as well that that is, that's not actually the case and that it's, it's just, it seems that way because they are the cases that the newspapers tend to report on. So in 2019, uh, the insurers went into an Oireachtas committee and stated that about 20% of personal injury claims were fraudulent. Uh, And yet, 
and, and on the back of that and a lot of pressure from the Alliance for Insurance Reform, uh, the Gardaí established IFCO, the Insurance Fraud Coordination Office. Uh, and so the Gardaí have responded to this uh, and are taking insurance fraud very seriously. But what we saw last year was that out of about 29,000 personal injury claims, uh, less than 90 were referred to IFCO. Uh, so essentially what we're seeing is that the it, it, fraud is an issue and it's a massive frustration for organisations when they know that clearly the claim uh, that has been put through is either completely fraudulent or high, deeply exaggerated. Uh, and, and it is a massive frustration and we come across those sort of stories every week. However, it is not at the level that the insurance industry were claiming. Uh, and it looks as if, and we get a lot of anecdotal uh, commentary on this, it looks as if insurers are often prepared to settle regardless of the justice of the claim uh, and pass the cost on, because in truth, uh, it's a lot cheaper for them to do that. Uh, otherwise, Which further they have to encourages, take to court. you know, it further encourages people to chance their arm. Precisely, yeah. So they can't have it both ways. They've been using it as an excuse for high insurance premiums for years. Uh, but when it comes down to them and having to commit resources in terms of investigation uh, and reporting of suspected fraud, uh, they are very patchy at best. One or two, excuse me, one or two of the major companies put in enormous effort in this area and others have uh, no fraud detection unit at all. So, finally, Peter, you know, if people are finding that their motor insurance premiums have gone up, I I suppose the usual advice is to shop around. Well, that couldn't be more relevant nowadays. Absolutely, that is the number one piece of advice. Um, I I think it's important to note that uh, loyalty uh, is seen as a weakness by insurance companies. So if you display any tendency to stay where you are, uh, then that will be reflected in your premium. Um, so it's very important to shop around. Okay. Peter Boland, of the Director of Alliance for Insurance Reform. Thanks for joining us on Limerick Today. Do let us know this morning if you have had a quote recently that was a lot higher than you expected. Send us a WhatsApp on 86 Your views, your news, your Limerick Today. With Gillian Devlin, in for Joe Nash, on Live 95.